So Boyks, they say not to say anything ill of the dead. Uh-huh. Which, we're lucky because Norm MacDonald's still alive. Welcome to Rough Cuts, everyone. Shut the fuck up, Norm. <laughs> They're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. Your grandpa's sending you a dog. A dog? Hey, his name is Fang. He's been around a long time, I guess. What do you need? Strawberry jelly. How can you talk? Uh, hello? Vampire dog? Why did grandpa send you to me? To be my caretaker. But I have to tell you, I am not that easy to take care of sometimes. <laughs> This is Rough Cuts. We watch Good Boys and Bad Movies. That's right, Bad Dog Movies. This week we did Vampire Dog. And I'm Ilium. This is my co-host, Boyks. Hello! And we we watched a, a movie, ostensibly. Uh, I mean, movie's generous. It was a, it was, it was a movie. It did it have had, a plot? Was there an arc? There, did people there grow? There, there was. There was a plot. There were actual multiple plots. Only one of them mattered, and you could have cut about 50% of this film and then just, like, reworked the rest of it to be, I don't know, a movie? This like, feels like a 30-minute anti-bullying after-school special. Yes. That they, they stretched to 90. With, yeah, which they extended with bad Norm MacDonald improv. Yeah, you say improv, but... Uh, Realistic, okay, as you said though, that that's really not what we should be talking about. It's This isn't really about Norm MacDonald's improv, this is really about Ron Peterson's improv. Yes, I agree. <laughs> because Ron Peterson, Ronald Peterson, Canadian actor, uh, Mad TV alum, sucks so much shit in this. Clay Aiken impersonator... Rick Astley impersonator. He. This guy. This guy. When we got into this, because we we're like, okay, can we see if Norm MacDonald is a worse Chevy Chase than Chevy Chase for a talking dog movie? And then it turned out the story was Norm MacDonald is entirely forgettable and doesn't do anything interesting at all. Like, the dog is super unimportant in this in so many ways. But Ronald Peterson. He stands out in every scene he's in. Boy, he he sure makes he makes every scene he's in something special. Aren't you gonna say something? Oh, um, wow, I, I feel younger already. Oh, actually, it's it's kind of burning. <laughs> oh, it's already working. No, 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 burning. Oh, oh. of course it's working. Oh, it burned. It 
Why are we in? He makes his presence known in ways that should be forbidden. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Yes. It, is, it has yes. been written in the text that you should not do this. But he is here doing forbidden arts for our... I don't want to say entertainment, because I was not entertained. Ronald Peterson is an art criminal. (laughs) She's gonna say it. Arrest arrest this man for crimes against art, please. It... Okay, because there's people that... Like, we've often lauded people, even, in B-movies for chewing scenery, right? In the right ways. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, they come in and they overact, but they do it in a way that's just, like, a little bit of a nod and a wink to the screen, and it's kind of funny or endearing in some ways. Like, there's something about it that's got some charm to it. It's kind of like he tried that, but he's a black hole of charisma. I get the feeling that he's both annoying in person and also insufferable to be around. (laughs) Yeah, I hate to say this because I don't know who he is in real life. Like, no, but, but I get I that feeling. I almost feel bad, but yes, yes, entirely. I got Ronald Peterson, if you're listening to this, I hope you're not an asshole. But if you are an asshole, fuck off. Yeah, fuck you, Ronald. <laughs> fuck you, Ronald Peterson, <laughs> you in particular. You specifically ruined my day. <laughs> he, he did. Well, Vampire well, Dog well. was a very solid, like... Two out of ten movie that he made into a minus two out of ten on, on his own, on his own. It is how how do you outplay Norm Macdonald for worst part? That doesn't make I, sense. And he does it easily. Like it's not it's like, close. It's not even in the ballpark. Norm like, Macdonald is shit. like this guy has far less charisma, I think, than anybody that we've seen in a movie right like this is like the worst character i've ever seen not the worst written just like the worst acted in that every scene that he comes into he just it's like he chews scenery but he does it in all of the wrong ways i don't know exactly how to explain it he it's it's like if you imagine bulk and skull from power rangers but instead of doing the zany antics that they do they just cluck like a chicken and sit on some eggs I'm dying. Boys. This is ego death. I hope this man never works again. <laughs> oh yeah, let's do it multiple times. Get multiple shots and we'll pick the best one. Just throw a ball in. Yes. That's yeah. The, that's their comedy. That's it. He's like a worse French Stewart. <laughs> I just realized that's oh, what it is. Oh, he's a worse French Stewart. There you go. You're not wrong, but I hate that. No, his only thing. His only thing is that he's weird. Look at me, I'm weird. And but it's like there's nothing funny or endearing about it. Th- it's this, kind of slapstick. This isn't even about the movie anymore. Not. Let's just keep fucking roasting this guy. I just want to so- roast <laughs> Ronald Peterson for an hour. I he ruined. I had to sit there and listen to Ronald Peterson for an hour and a half. He needs to sit here and take the fucking punishment for it. (laughs) This fucking guy 
takes you on a date to an improv show and then acts like a fucking intellectual afterwards. Oh, God. This fucking guy <laughs> listens to Carrot Top and, and aspires to that level of fucking <laughs> entertainment. Oh, man, I wish I was as good as Carrot Top. <laughs> this fucking guy thinks Wonder Bread is amazing. God, he finally kind of looks a little Carrot Top-ish. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, I just <laughs> like Fuck his the movie. Hu- yeah, just, just roast this guy. The humor is things like <laughs> the way that he he acts like to be humorous, quote unquote, and like be a zany character. Is they're walking through a hall, and they're not meant to be sneaking. They're just walking. They're just walking through a hall, and he'll sneak like a T Rex. And nobody will acknowledge it, and he just does it for like Why? ten seconds. There's and no then that's reason, the scene. and that's the scene. That's just how he acts, and it's, it's like baffling. Yes, it it would be bad if somebody turned and was like, "Why are you sneaking?" And he's like, "Oh well, like, I thought we were supposed to be. This is a stealth mission." Do you know what I mean? Like, if they made a tried to make a joke out of it, even if, if it was a bad it. joke, yeah. Even if it was a bad joke, it would at least make sense. But the way that it is, it's just nonsensical, and it just screams like. Look at me, I want attention. Like, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of scenes in this that feel like they're improv, um, especially with him and the the doctor. His He's the henchman and she's the, the villainess. And it feels like improv, but, I mean, I've been to a lot of community improv, and I, I feel like somebody would have stopped them. <laughs> I feel like there would have been an intervention. This fucking it's... guy takes you on a date and then mansplains about your profession. Mm-hmm. This guy... <laughs> God. He orders a water at the table and claims it's from the Alpines. Fucking guy. Well, well, well. I... Yeah. There is something about everything that he does in this <laughs> that just feels like I just want to shove him down a flight of stairs. This, like, nerd, this nerd needs a wedgie. That's what this Yes. Is. This like, guy. I just want to trip him as he walks down the hall or something. Like, everything about him says that he just wants to <laughs> be abused. Like, I... Uh, he just screams out for bullying. And for a show that's meant to be an after-school special about why not to bully, it's a really bad thing to have him in here because he's the most bullyable person on the planet. Oh We've done ten God. minutes of just bullying Ronald <laughs> Peterson now. I didn't want to mention that. And it's can, all deserved. I, and I it's way going. more interesting than anything he does in the movie. I, I could keep going. I'm just saying. I could. I could keep... Every scene with this man, it's a chore. It's a chore having him in this film. And it's not like... I would love to blame the script or the direction, but... So much of it is just him. Like, I could imagine other actors doing his role and doing a good job of it and making it interesting. Like, the Doctor and him, it's a very, very stupid movie. Like, let's get that out of the way. This movie is garbage. Like, really awful. But you could have had, like, an underdog... Peter Dinklage and uh, Patrick Warburton style couple of characters that could choose scenes. And that would have been somewhat interesting. You could have had something like that in as those two characters, because that's what they're going. But they just 
It's it's like he's doing imp- well. It's all improv. It's all improv. It's all doing. improv. So, like I can't blame the script, but like he, it's so bad. It's so uninteresting and awful. There's no jokes. It's the best jokes that he gets are weird slapstick, but none of them make sense. Like it's all him. Like he tries to break into a door, and then he's like, "Oh well, I mean it's locked. I guess we gotta leave." And she's like, "Use your lock picks," and he goes. Oh yeah, and then just oh. turns the door and starts unlocking it, and it's that's the jokes, like that's the scene. I love that they make it so that they aren't a threat in any way. That really makes well, me more interesting. It's closed. What do you mean it's closed? You want to get some Chinese food? No, what? What is it with you and Chinese? I told you I'm on the Atkins. You are. I've been meaning to tell you. You look great. Oh, Frank, give it up. Have you been lifting weights I'm and cutting doing the buns? Cutting out the buns. That's how you do it. Brad'll do it every time. What uh, are you doing? Use your lock thingy. Huh? Sorry, this is taking a little bit longer to. I don't. Ow! I don't think that's how those types of doors God. work. Here we go. No, there's not a lock. Like that. No. Just. It's this so fucking flat. guy. You ask him what his favorite video game is, and he'll say Final Fantasy three. No, not the American one. That's Final Fantasy six. I mean the Japanese only release, which was never released in the U.S. And that's actually Final Fantasy three because Final Fantasy six is numbered wrong. Fuck this that's fucking so guy. And that actually works. <laughs> that's totally what this dude would be like. This fucking uh. guy. Ah, that's, that's accurate to how he's yes yes yeah we're not even talking about his character anymore fuck this guy so vampire dog it's about a dog who's a monster it has norm mcdonald inside of it <laughs> oh and it's a vampire too there okay so there's a vampire dog technically yes. in name and everything that you can think of that constitutes what a vampire is, is antithesis to what this dog does. It has yes. nothing to do with vampires at all. Correct. Um, this dog, there are scenes, okay, uh, I, there are moments in this movie where this dog will sit there and go, well, but I can't go out in sunlight, you see, because I am a vampire. I have to stay in the shade or go out at night. Immediate hard cut to the dog running through a sunny field as it's playing fetch in the park. Yeah. It had like a yeah. long monologue about how it's so sad that it can't play fetch in the park anymore because it's a vampire dog and it has to stay in the shade. Hard cut to it playing with a stick in the park in the sun. And not a flashback, just, you know. It tries to set up the fact that vampire logic exists. And then immediately ignores it. Constantly. Yes. To the point yeah. where I question why it's even a vampire dog. There's no reason for it to be a vampire dog. It doesn't do any vampire things. The I will go one step further on that, Boix. Yeah. If you chopped out the entire plot line of dog in this movie, vampire or not, this movie changes not at all. Yes, the dog was not relevant to our main character growing in any way, and it also did not affect the plot in any way. Correct. It was just a character that happened to be there. 
Yeah, it was less than a side character. It it had less importance to the plot than any of the school bully side characters. Yes. Like, it. it's stunning how little this dog has to do with the plot for how much screen time it has. Like, we would say, oh, well, this is like a bait and switch. It's not about a vampire dog, except that it is. Like, the majority of this movie is this vampire dog. It just doesn't go anywhere or mean anything. <laughs> It's just, it's just there because you have a dog that's a vampire. There's no plot reason or anything for it to happen. They could have just put another dog on the cover and called it vampire dog, put it upside down, and then sell it as some shovelware garbage to kids. But they went a step further and put that cover dog in the movie to also trick you into thinking that it was relevant. <laughs> Like, yeah. they could have just put it on the cover, but they went the extra mile to make you waste your time. <laughs> yes. So, like, the plot of this film is that there is a kid who goes to a new school. School is going to get shut down, so they have to have a battle of the bands to save the school. This is very dumb, but just go with me. <laughs> battle of the uh -huh, bands uh -huh. will save the school because then it'll be called a charter school for music. And, that's and they'll get the funding, plot. I and guess. get funding, and that's, yeah, that's the point of it. In the meantime, the kid's getting bullied at school, so even though he's an amazing drummer and could save the school, he can't because he's being bullied by all these kids. That's the plot. What the fuck does the dog have to do with this? Well, you see, his grandpa died at the ripe old age of 96 while looking exactly like he's 52. And he <laughs> had to mail his vampire dog to his grandson uh, to carry on the lineage of people who take care of this dog yeah everything about that plot line feels so inserted into an entirely different movie yeah because this is a documentary series about how trey barker got bullied as a kid yes right and yeah. i mean that's just known facts everybody knows yeah, that absolutely i mean trey, trey barker he famously more bullied <laughs> I, is it Trey Barker or is it Bono when he gets uh, the dog makeover later? In <laughs> is he just Bono? Oh my god, it could be Bono. That's true. That's true. <laughs> See, okay, so we, we should go into what the movie does and why it just... How little this matters and what, what we're talking about. So, the movie starts, the kid obviously goes to is going to a new school, mom is there and she's also teacher of the music program god she's irrelevant too i forgot about that and she's so everyone's so irrelevant yeah you could can like you said you could condense this to like the 20 the 30 you said 30 minute after school special but we're talking like 30 minutes not including commercials like I, or including commercials i said like, trey barker i just realized minutes. i meant travis barker I, I was i know i was like, saying trey but i just trey, <laughs> trey parker is the south park guy yes <laughs> fucking christ Yes. I'm a dumbass. Anyway, anyway. So they move to a new school. Um, he goes and meets this girl at school who's obviously into him, but she's the second worst person in this movie behind Ronald Peterson. <laughs> and uh, she's yeah. like, oh, I really like you and I'm very nerdy. But then she's in with the cool kids, so she just bullies the shit out of him. And so she constantly like, gaslights this poor kid as she goes over and is like no i'm your friend i want to hang out you're really cool and then the minute her friends come around she's like get out of my way nerd <laughs> fucking picks on him like everybody else 
and it's she sucks. So, yeah, it's really bad. It does no redemption of her at all in this movie. Mm-mm. Like she just stays miserable for the whole movie, and they just eventually she turns around and she's like, "Oh, I've decided that I actually am going to be nice to you and stop hanging out with my cool friends," and it that's that's her redemption arc. That's all she needed to do. She didn't need to say sorry for any of the things that she's done or like. No, 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 nothing like that. She just had to decide to stop hanging out with those kids. Anyway. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, her her redemption arc was that she's going to find someone else to bully. Yeah, exactly. I guess. We can both be cool kids now. Oh, God. I am going to have words about the way that this does an anti-bullying message. Um, so he, at the same time gets mailed the dog, the vampire dog. Mm-hmm. His great-grandfather was uh, somebody that killed Vlad the Impaler, and now the, the well, dog took the hold, bite hold from on. Vlad the Impaler that yeah, was meant we for need, his great-grandfather. Yeah, we need to set this up a little bit. So, eh, do we need to set this up a little bit? You know what, no. fuck it. <laughs> no, this movie doesn't the, set it up. The Why dog jumped in front of the bullet that was Vlad the Impaler's teeth. <laughs> yes. I guess. And so the dog Whatever. became the vampire instead of the man. Yeah, it's, it's that fucking dumb. Fucking yep, dumb it's as that shit. Stupid. Um, so then they promised that they would take care of the dog forever, and now like that's his job, so he has to look after Norm McDonald. And Norm McDonald warns the child, but I'm not so easy to take care of. And I mean, it, ooh, boy, I can't believe true. they had so many scenes of Norm McDonald on all fours with a collar sitting in front of this kid's, you know, bed. God, if they quickly this, <laughs> it would be so so much better. There's only one Gary Busey, my friend. There's only one person. There's only one Buse that will be able to do that. There's only Look, one guy that can pull it off. When dogs have to go, they go quick. And I hurt my knee, lifting my leg to pee. It's not easy being a dog. All I'm saying Holy is shit. there's a Quigley 2, and the fucking director keeps liking my tweets on Twitter, so mm, I'm looking forward to, to that. Eventually, oh, man. that production team really likes my Twitter account. I don't know why or what I did to curse myself in this way, but here we are. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, in the same time, he has to take look after this dog, and the dog loves Red Jelly, which had a setup scene, which I actually have to talk about for a real quick second here. We open mm-hmm. on the movie with uh, Old Woman in Transylvania, I, well, not old, but she's kind of dressed like a babushka. Like, she babushka. looks like she's supposed to be an old Russian grandmother. But she she's she like looks like she keeps 25. all of her knitting and sewing equipment inside of an old cookie tin. Yeah. Yes. But she, like I said, but she's 25. It's super oh, yeah. miscast. And so then she pours out the traditional Russian drink of gravy into a couple of glasses uh-huh. and sets out the traditional Russian meal of red cherry jelly because they couldn't get the rights to say Jello onto oh, yeah. the table. <laughs> and the dog comes in and eats all the Jello in a super fast way and then leaves. What is she pouring? That's a good question. Uh, what? Jello? It looks like Jello. That's really gross. Yeah, that's Jello. Okay, yeah, okay. I guess that's Jello, but is she having like. Jello and coffee? Yes? You don't pour jello into your coffee? (laughs) 
Yeah, it doesn't drink blood, it drinks jello. Okay, so when you think vampires, so vampires are supernatural beings, right? What that means yeah. they have some sort of superpowers. What mm-hmm. what do you think of vampire powers? What do vampires do? Vampires are super strong, can transform into bats, mist, mm-hmm. and uh, like they can't cross water, allergic to mm-hmm. garlic, sunlight, can't see across. Seduction, seduction, uh, hypnotism. Yeah. Okay. Which they do get into the hypnotism at least. Yeah. The two things, two things this dog does is hypnotize and become the Flash, specifically at moments when he wants to eat Jello. Yeah. That's it. That's that's all they got. <laughs> that's as far as they got. Yeah. There's no yeah. bat. If the, if the dog turned into a bat, I mean, I'd be down for that. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, or like yeah. a mist and go under the door or something. Like, something cool. This dog doesn't do anything fucking cool. <laughs> no. No, not at all. I mean, it's it's Norm MacDonald. You can't expect anything cool out of Norm MacDonald. I don't think but... it's possible to make Norm MacDonald cool. Yeah. Yeah, so the dog has to eat red cherry jelly, which luckily, every single person in this movie has red cherry jelly, and they leave it out of their fridges in the middle of the night on their counters, like you do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you know how, like, the traditional uh, thing that you do in, in America, which is, at, at night, you make a big batch of red cherry jelly, and then you leave it out on the counter and go to bed, right? Yeah, everybody does that. It's so that the horrible... Sasquatch monster doesn't break into your house and kill everybody. It only breaks into your house and eats the jello. Yeah. It's it's a precautionary and, measure. Um, but little did yeah. they know it was actually a vampire dog the whole time and not a horrible Sasquatch monster. Because yeah, it yeah. runs around and it breaks into buildings like it, it where's I'm being serious here in that it breaks into people's houses in this movie over and over again and they just always have a big like bowl, like a massive mixing bowl. Full of red cherry jelly. Everyone does. Everyone does it in this movie. Why does every house have that? Anyway, so he's got to take care of this dog. Um, so much of this movie I zoned out on. It kind of I, goes I think there were multiple multiple times in this film where we're both just spinning in our chair, head back on the headrest, being like, oh god, fucking end the scene. <laughs> Get yes. on with it. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I do remember, though, the early setup to him bullying actually kind of rules and just how bad it is in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and how inaccurate. Like, oh, I, I have to. There's so much to talk about with this film. I'll do this scene and then I have something else to say. But he sits down and it's the first day of class. So he makes it in. She, the girl that he supposedly likes lets them into the school because they lock the doors the minute the bell rings and yes. lock everyone else. So if you're late, fuck you. Yeah. Um, he walks into music class with his mom, who is also the teacher, and the principal, who is teaching the class. Do you want to tell about the principal? You can do this part of the scene. Oh, the principal kind of you like the principal. I... Well, he rules because he just doesn't fucking care, which yes. is great. So he's, he's in the music class uh, with the, you know, uh, baton or whatever. And he's like, all right, yeah, whatever, fucking who cares? You guys suck anyway. Fuck all these students, they're awful. This is great. They're so terrible. And then the, the As in new... he says that out loud. No, he tells like, them directly yeah. they're fucking awful. <laughs> okay, as someone who started in band in fifth grade, this is in fact how 
This class is sound. Yes, it is also exactly how a teacher does things. Yep. Also, what is there another well, teacher in here for? Terrible. Listen, Principal Hickman might have been exaggerating when he said you were terrible. Oh, okay. I hear cool. real potential in this class. He might have been exaggerating Probably when he said you were the terrible, only one. but he wasn't because you're fucking oh, awful. By the way, <laughs> oh, he just did that too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he goes like, "Wow, you guys really suck shit. You guys are gonna yep. lose everything. God, you suck ass." <laughs> like he just and, goes on. And then the new teacher, uh, which is our main character's mom who only mm -hmm. speaks in monotone and has absolutely no intonation and cannot read lines, walks in and is like, no, kids, the principal didn't mean it when he said you were terrible. And then he he speaks up, oh, yeah, you guys suck. <laughs> yeah, like, no, okay. I meant it. He, he, you guys no. are absolute ass. God, I hate all of you kids. Fuck you. <laughs> Jeez. Like, okay, man. <laughs> yep, yep. So... As he's sitting there, the the principal's like, "Oh, do you play an instrument?" Like little Johnny, I don't know what's our main character's name. I don't know. He's forgettable. Who fucking cares? Anyway, okay. So our main character kid, I, Ace. I'm gonna... His name is Ace. Oh, you're right. It is Ace. Okay. So Ace. God, I thought that was like a nickname. Um, Ace, he's like, "Oh, what do you play, Ace?" And he's like, "Oh, I do drums." So all right, go and play drums. Kid sits down and start playing drums. Quite good, I might add. But then, mm -hmm. like, the chair tips, he falls over, and the drumstick flies out of his hand, and fucking, boom! Nails the principal in the nuts. Right in the balls! Right in the balls. For this, this child is bullied. Yeah, they, and, they even, no, it was in the balls, but then they, they did, like, a replay, and they slowed it down and showed it. Yeah. Like, God, they just, mm. Yes. Yeah. For this, yeah. this child is bullied. Boyks, you were a child at one point, I'd have to imagine. Well, went to school. I was born at a very young age. Okay. If if you had managed to absolutely nail your principal in the balls with a high-speed drumstick. Yeah. What would have happened to you? I'd have been the coolest kid that day. <laughs> You'd have been carried around on a palanquin. Yeah, fucking Because everyone would have fucking loved you. You were the guy that got away with nailing your principal in the fucking nuts in the middle of class. And, like, just destroying this man's life. No, 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 no. He's instead bullied. This is the worst moment of his life, and everybody thinks that he's a loser. And what's great is the kid that was the original drummer is Ninja. <laughs> He's just ninja. No, he's literally ninja. No, they didn't even get a kid. They just hired ninja. They just hired ninja. It's ninja at... It's God, fucking In 2012, ninja. he might have been that age. But not only, not only can ninja. that kid not drum, he also can't make a sandwich. Like, fucking ninja. Jesus Christ. And all the... Okay, <laughs> this like, podcast even... isn't even about a movie. We're just roasting people. Who else you got? <laughs> I'll keep roasting. Everyone in this movie deserves to be roasted. All of... The person that wrote this, as much as we... Don't like <laughs> Ronald Peterson. Close second is the writer. For oh, this the movie. writer sucks. This writer wrote this like it was a fucking seventies high school. It, oh god! But like with a bunch of it's, adult it's done as like a seventies high school, except that the kids are like using slang and stuff from yeah. what they heard, like what this writer heard as a fifty-year-old online and heard that the kids talk like this now like at one point they're like oh like 
yeah, like get the Phoebes on them. And I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? And they're all dressed as like, they look like Disney Channel kids. Like they're all dressed in like, like multiple layers. As in like, for example, like the kid that looks like Ninja wears like a really, like a tie dye shirt and then like a plaid shirt over top of it unbuttoned and like a cool hat and stuff like that's what they imagine children dress like on a regular basis right because kid kids in school you know what they dress in they dress in jeans and a fucking t-shirt that's what they fucking dress in they don't get dressed up like they're a fucking boy band like every person in this that's what they look like they all look like they're about to do like a high school musical routine like they both think that space ace is an insult and also not a 70s term. <laughs> and they think that cool clothing is looking like, uh, I, I guess, a boondock saint guy or... Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get or to Or like that. A, Slavic, get to... a Slavic squatter. <laughs> <laughs> they eventually dress uh, our main character. He gets a makeover to look like the lead singer for the Dropkick Murphys. Yes, <laughs> yes. He looks like an Irish folk musician or something. It doesn't like make Irish sense. It's, oh, he, like, with the cap and everything, like, he has, like, a newsboy cap and all this shit. It just... Well, okay. He, I know, well, I know we both, yeah. listen, I know yeah. we both wear yeah. those newsboy caps, yeah. but we're not okay. children. <laughs> yeah. I didn't okay. say that it's something that I wouldn't wear, I said that no child would wear it. <laughs> we, we did the main plot. Okay, so the kid goes to school, he gets bullied, he can play the drums well, but everybody makes fun of him because he fell out of chair and hit his principal in the balls. Okay. Yes, I just want to really quickly do one other thing here, when you said like, because you said, oh, they have really, really bad lines. They think things like Space Ace are an insult with kids these days. Yeah. Um, They also, at one point, says the meanest girl, the lead mean girl, goes, we need to win the Battle of the Bands so that we can become a popular band and blow this popcorn stand. Oh, yeah. Why are you here so early? Battle of the Band rehearsal. Duh. Unlike you, we don't feed out when we play you know, in front of people. that McDonald did not shut up after so they shut up. save the school? Yes. You bet. Don't out? What the That's fuck nice is you out? Gag? No. We're not doing it to be nice. We're doing it to get in the newspaper, get discovered, get a record deal, and blow this popcorn stand. That's not what, what they call it. They don't call it that. What? Also, what Kyle talks like this? What? What Which the is fuck does that, that mean? Both a thing that children say, and definitely what the saying is, not popsicle stand. Like, not only is that never something any middle school kid would say in 2012, it is also not the same. Yeah, <laughs> it's, just it's just wrong. It's literally not the thing anyone says. Okay, let's talk <sighs> about the dominatrix. So... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I was trying to take a drink of water. You can't just bring up the dominatrix like that. So we've had dominatrix cop. Now we have dominatrix doctor. Go ahead, boys. This is the return of the dominatrix who talks to the principal at the school scene. 
which is apparently a fucking trope because that also happened in Doggone Christmas. <laughs> what the fuck? Yep. Yes. Yeah. What the yep. fuck does that mean? There's okay, always so... a dominatrix woman that talks to the principal at some point in these children. What movies. the fuck? Okay, so the dominatrix is in a multi-level marketing scheme. Uh, sorry, legal reasons. Uh, business. Yeah. Which is pyramid-shaped, but not a pyramid scheme. I don't want to get sued by her lawyers. So it's a triangle. It's not a pyramid. Yeah, it's a it's pyramids a are three-dimensional. This is yeah. just through yeah. 2D. <laughs> okay, we covered our bases. So she's making uh cosmetics in her garage which burn your skin and damage you in ways that are unrepairable and she's going to capture the vampire dog that she saw on a fake youtube site so that she can get its blood to make an anti-aging cream question yeah it'll fix it'll fix the problems with her cream of which she's already sold two million units. Like at you one know, point she mentions she sold two million units, but that was to herself. She's in a multi-level marketing business. I can't say yeah. scheme legal reasons. Sorry, it's triangle shaped. Um, so she has to have boxes and boxes of this shit just piled up in her house, right? And like, it's, it's, she's just she's she's desperate. This right? plot makes no sense and goes nowhere. They never ever ever have a payoff or consequences, or even really mention the cream again. They have the she very early cosmetics scene of, at all, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they have the very early scene of her mentioning that she wants to do these cosmetics, and then she's going after the vampire dog because of it, and then that's the only scene that ever mentions the cosmetics, or shows them ever again. That's the la first and last scene that ever mentions it. The next time that she's in a scene doing evil things, like you said, she comes in and she's talking to the principal, and she goes, You've got to make sure this school shuts down. What? Why? Oh, yeah, there's no reason. She just Why? does it. And then she pays him, like, $10,000? Like, she gives him, like, a big brick of money, well, right? that was a stack of ones. Let's be yeah, okay, honest. Sure. <laughs> it, well, it, no, it was fake money. It just doesn't exist. Oh, really? But like, no, I, I thought she ended up, like, $40. <laughs> anyways. Close so the she, school. $40. She gives him that money, and he... And she's like, oh, just close the school. And he's like, yeah, I've got a few tricks up my sleeve to make sure that the school ends. Like, the only way they can save it is through this battle of the bands. But I still have a few tricks up my sleeve about that. And she goes, okay, you better close it. Then they never mention that scheme of hers ever again either. No. That's it's the that, first and last scene where she says like, that she wants to close the school also. Yeah, after that, they just cut straight like, to crystal meth class. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter. We get to the scene where girl love interest knows how to make crystal meth, but she doesn't want anybody else to know because then they'll know that she's a geek and also a drug lord. <laughs> yeah, they, but they make a red cherry jelly flavor instead. Yeah. Every single yeah. thing in this movie that they, like, anytime somebody makes something, it's like red cherry jelly. It always just ends up being that. They mix two things together. Like, I'm not joking. In this chemistry class, it just shows them, like, mix two things together and it immediately forms into, like, red jelly. And then the teacher comes by and goes, good job. You did a good job making that jelly. And then walks away. Okay. Which, okay, I do have to give props to this one teacher, though. This is the best actor in this movie. Because this teacher, the chemistry teacher, the only other teacher they show, is the only person that was believable in any way. Because he comes in and he goes, 
okay, you have your assigned lab partners to start. No, yeah. you're with her. And those are his lines, and I'm that is exactly what my chemistry teachers were like. He was like, get to work, kids. And then he sits down and puts his head in a book. Yo, <laughs> like, that's yo, yo. And I'm like, oh fuck yeah, now I'm back. I've been magically transported thanks to this man's acting back to high school when my chemistry teacher would say, open your books and get to work, and then sit down and just stare off into space because he couldn't give a fuck about us. And that was exactly the energy that I got from this. So after Crystal meth class, the ace starts taking his dog, Fang, to school and locking him in a locker. Oh, God. Because? Yeah, the dog, Norm MacDonald, says, I I need to go Norm MacDonald. Norm (laughs) MacDonald. Anyways, so Uh. he, he goes, oh, boy, I... You're going to school every day. You have to smuggle me into school. And he goes, oh, I have to? He's like, yes, you have to smuggle me into school. I have to get into the school. And he goes, all right, sounds good. Hey, kid. Kid! Oh, sorry, did I wake you? Wait, is that I want you to smuggle me in and out of school today. You want me to smuggle you in and out of school? Is there an echo in here? Smuggles him into the school. Why? Why did he need to smuggle him into the school? I, um... There's no answer. There's no. no answer to that. There's no reason. There's nothing. It's because so that they could have scenes of the dog in the school. Zany hijinks. They yeah. They, the plot of the movie is that the school needs to be saved, and they had no idea how to incorporate the dog into that, so they just say that it has to be at the school. Because reasons. Yeah, after they bring the dog to school and lock him in the locker, Dominatrix and fucking Clay Aiken wannabe... Buy up all the jello in the town and then make a big vat of jello in the janitor boiler room of the school. Yeah, this to is lure way, the vampire way, way, way later, dog but there. That's okay, none of the rest of the movie matters. I don't think it fucking matters. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is a long time into the movie. Well, okay, there, there was the, actually happened. There was the plane crash into the school where the vampire dog then showed up and then ate all the jello in the school too, but. What's wrong with you? Nothing. What's that sound? Is an airplane gonna crash into the school? Oh god, I can only hope. Good <laughs> <laughs> Donnie Darko, this shit. Finally, Jesus. That was. That's the trick up Principal Hickman's sleeve. <laughs> I still have a trick to destroy this school, he says. Oh my god. Can you imagine? This would be way better. Yeah, That's not there's important. There's just but... scenes of the dog having like a freak out and eating all the red jello. Yeah. That the, the plane crash everyone was fine. in the cafeteria because of course every single person in this movie always has a batch of red jello on them for this dog. Yeah. Yeah. Like you yeah. carry it around like fucking granola bars in this universe. It's wild. It was just a small pilot plane anyway, and, and the the people that were inside it's came just out. It's sound like, like a jet <laughs> engine in it. And, and it was like, oh god, are they gonna crash? Is the principal saying that his plan is to crash a plane into the school? Because if they fucking Donnie Darko this and just kill all god, the students, I, I would... This movie would be so much better. But yeah, eventually they make a big trap for the dog in the closet with all the jello. The dog escapes, and 
goes to get the jello. But what's better is a janitor comes and sees yeah. this happening, grabs the dog, and is like, This dog's not supposed to be in the school. And so the villains and yeah. the boy both run in at the same time and are like, No, but that's my dog. You can't take him to the pound. And they go, No, that's my dog. You can't take him to the pound. And he goes, I don't give a shit about either of you. I'm just taking you <laughs> to the pound. Which again, like there's a couple of actors and scenes in this movie where it's like, ah, yes, I've, I'm magically transported away. This man, I don't think was an actor. I think that they were filming in a school and it was the janitor and he walked on set, saw a dog and was like, dogs can't be in school. Picked the dog up and walked out. And when they tried to stop him, he just said that to them because he's the janitor. <laughs> and they, they incorporated it into the movie. Yeah, this whole time also, the science girl who's a jerk who gaslit her friend that she's trying to become friends with and hung out with all the bully kids is trying to solve the sunlight issue that vampires have, which this dog technically has, but it's in the sun constantly and doesn't have any problems. So she starts off by making him a cat ear pajama hoodie costume. (laughs) I guess. Yeah. And that doesn't, that works, but it's like lame. So instead she solves his problems by giving him allergy medication because vampirism. He's just allergic to sunlight is all that it is. Yeah. That makes it. So she makes, she, she herself in her high school, not even high school. This is middle school. It's middle school. Middle school chemistry class makes an allergy medication for this dog. She's that smart. But she's not smart enough to know that she shouldn't bully the shit out of this kid and then constantly pretend that she's not. No, um, she sucks. Yeah, no, she's miserable. I just want to go into, like, how they set up this bullying and stuff, too. And the you would think, okay, so he has to bring the dog to school because the dog says, even at the beginning, oh, you have to take care of me, but in exchange, I'll protect you. That's the agreement as dog caretaker for vampire dog. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, okay, well, he's going to the kid's school... Even though they set it up very stupidly, maybe he's going to the kid's school so that he can protect him and it'll be this thing where he becomes the cool kid or whatever because the dog protects him. But they don't do, like, they fall flat on their face even on that in that, like, this kid goes into the cafeteria one time, for example, and she sits next to him and is chatting him up and then the mean girls are like, oh no, we have to rescue her. He must be, like, bothering her and following her around and stalking her because he's such a lame and she's such a cool kid like us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they go over there and shove the traditional drink of gravy that this movie has <laughs> into his lap. It Why are so many gra- people drinking gravy? gravy? Everyone's <laughs> drinking gravy. Anyways. This, look, this, take, this was recorded and shot in Canada, so I need to know... Do y'all just Do we drink, drink gravy? gravy? No! Do no y'all... one drinks gravy! I don't okay. know! Okay. So I, maybe maybe this is a weird Newfoundland thing. Maybe they're Newfies. The Newfies are weird. They must be doing that. This was shot in Moose Jaw, so maybe, maybe this is a Moose Jaw thing. Yeah. Oh, well, Moose Jaw was... Okay, so it was a, all, it's all a brown liquid that everybody drinks, but it's not pop. So I'm guessing that what it is, actually, is Moose Jaw was where uh, Al Capone had most of his, like bootleg canadian whiskey makers oh they're so maybe whiskey. they're just all drinking canadian bootleg whiskey <laughs> it would explain God, that would make, a lot of this film that would explain so much of everybody was just smashed at all times <laughs> anyways they walk over and they spill this drink onto him to bully him and he has to go to the bathroom and clean himself up and so 
The dog then dumps milkshake on one of the boy bullies in retaliation. Except that it's not done in retaliation. Like, it would make sense if it was done as, like, oh, you did it to that kid. Now it gets done back to you in, like, a karmic way. And the, the dog, like, lets that kid know that's why he's doing it. But instead what it is is he has the red jelly panic, runs through the room, eats all the red jelly, and just happenstances happens to accidentally knock this kid's drink into his lap. And that's the punishment. But it's not like, it's just an accident. It's almost like he's bullying him, but not in retaliation, just because this dog's an asshole. Yeah. But it has like, nothing to do with anything that happened before. This dog's just like, hey, I'm going to bully that kid. Yeah, like, it would have made sense if it was done, set up as, like, oh, well, you, you did this to him. Like, look at how it's, look at what it's like when it's done to you. Be scared. And it's, but yeah. it's done in the way that it's just an accident. So this kid just cleans it all off and is like, oh, man, somebody dumped this on me. Whatever. And, like, there's no consequence. It just fucking sucks. I'm so mad about it. It just... Oh, like, it's such an easy formula. It's a dumb formula, right? Like, that idea of, you know, like, whether there's, like, the bodyguard movie where the kid hires a bodyguard to come to school with them, and then they, like, do the exact same thing that happened to the kid. Like, the kid gets a swirly in one scene, and then the next scene, like, oh, the bodyguard the kid hires goes and gives a swirly to those kids. Like, that kind of shit. But, and that's dumb and tropey, but at least it makes sense, and it's just kind of, like, it's a trope for a reason, this is just nonsensical. It's there to happen to that kid. It happens specifically to that bully because they did it to that kid. But the dog doesn't know about that and doesn't mean to do it. So it's all just accidental. It's the fucking stupidest way to do it. I'm I'm so mad about the, it. Go ahead. The best, Sorry. I'm just, the best way to solve <sighs> bullying is to just by accident handle the situation without knowing any reason why you would want to beforehand. You just, exactly. You yeah. solve bullying by just doing by nothing. doing an accidental bully yeah. back at them. Yeah. yeah, that's the best way. Remember, kids, bully everyone just in case. <sighs> yeah, then you might accidentally hit the right bully, and then you're the good guy. I guess. Yeah. So the dog gets sent to the pound because the janitor is doing his goddamn job and bless his <laughs> heart. <laughs> and and he breaks out of his cage at at the pound. And calls, you know, home to get Ace to pick him up, which he does eventually after some shenanigans with Dominatrix and Clay Aiken wannabe. Yeah, and break him out. Yeah, and he leaves. And there was no fucking point to that scene. And it's no because he go he breaks out of a cage, which they show him rip a hole through the bars. But he can't break a flimsy fucking door. Yes, (laughs) come on. He breaks through the metal cage that holds him as a dog, uh, but then he has to go to the phone and call the kid to rescue him because, well, I, I don't want to break out of the rest of the pound. Like, that's the excuse. That's the reason for it. Over and over, there's so many scenes where, like, there's other scenes like that, too, where he's like, oh, I need your help. After he did, like, this fantastical, like, huge strength thing and is showing all these vampire powers, and it's like, but I need you to open the locker door for me. And it's like, There's he rips no solid metal seen before that. What the fuck? Why does he need this child? It's never set up or paid off in any way. None of it is. It's really lame. It's so fucking lame. <laughs> they break the dog out in front of Dominatrix cop 
Dominatrix, sorry, Dominatrix Doctor. Yeah, and... she, she's the doctor now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And her henchman, the worst person in this movie, Ronald Peterson, <laughs> may he be <laughs> fucked forever. And <laughs> as they go to capture the dog, she breaks in and she goes, Aha, none of your vampire tricks will work on me. Oh no! Your vampire, vampire tricks, tricks worked on me. They're working on me. <laughs> it's actually kind of great because she goes, ah, none of your vampire tricks will work on me. And he goes, okay, and immediately hypnotizes them. <laughs> and then just they walk out. Like, this is what I mean about he didn't need the kid to rescue him because they try and break in and steal him and he just immediately fucking hypnotizes them and clowns on them because he can just do that. I want to so be he dumb. needed no help whatsoever, but the kid comes and picks him up, and then they have to race to the Battle of the Bands to save the school. Yes, I want to be done with this fucking movie. So they oh. they go to the Battle of the Bands. Ace got, uh, I guess he got grounded for being bullied. I don't know. There's a message yeah, somewhere he gets here. Grounded because God, why did he get grounded? I don't know. It doesn't matter. For being a good kid, I don't... He does nothing wrong. There's no reason to it. He gets grounded for some reason, and so he's not allowed to go to the Battle of the Bands. Even though it'll save the school and my job, you can't come. <laughs> that That's literally the dialogue, yes. Yes, So, so they go to the, they go to the Battle of the Bands. Uh, there's a jazz band, which doesn't play jazz. Yeah. There's the only good joke in the whole fucking movie, yes. which is a single kid on a recorder showing up for his school to play music, and it's just like... Fuck yeah, you're the best! Woo! Yeah, and there's a guy, like, cheering, like it's a sporting event, and like, holy shit, this is great! <laughs> fucking play it again! Do Freebird! Yeah, it's the it's the only good joke in the whole movie. Yeah, one guy just loses his shit over this kid on a recorder, and the joke was great before that. It's amazing. It's a great joke. It's actually good. It's the one thing. Wait, why are these children walking slowly into him, making him fall over? I don't know. Yeah! yeah! That one guy who's his dad. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> 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 <sighs> this film's all worth it all of a sudden. <laughs> this one joke. This one joke. This one joke. They finally did it. The bullies also have a band, which is like a shitty rock band, and their drummer is the nephew of the principal who's trying to shut down the school, who has is in on the plan to fake that he's drumming with a, a drum beat machine that is neither plugged into anything nor powered on. <laughs> yeah, I love it. He, he goes on stage and he goes, sorry, we have to admit that Bella Lugosi, do you get it? Do you, do you get the do you get the reference? Do you get, get it? Uh, Bella Lugosi yeah, High School has actually been cheating. I'm sorry, I'm the as the principal, I have to admit this. Walks on stage, picks up the turned off unplugged drum program yeah. and goes, This is what's been playing the music. And I just wanted somebody from the crowd, like the same guy that was cheering from earlier, go, It's not plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's not on so of course our kid shows up and you're like i can drum 
but you're bullied or not well you are bullied but you're you're grounded kid you can't play no they don't even say he's grounded it's like oh yeah okay yeah get up on stage kid let's play yep you can draw. No. Well, and also, these are the kids that have bullied the shit out of him the whole movie. Why would he care? And they're just like, yeah, okay, come play drums for us. And then he plays drums really well, which is not how drums work, because you need to know the song. But Yeah, he just starts playing a beat. He just drums. Yeah. Like, whatever. And if He's just the perfect drummer. He just knows the drums. You just drum. It's yeah. easy. You, any idiot can drum. You should know that. Boy. You, just, you just get some fucking moron to drum, and that's good. But he drums real well, and then the girls that are super mean to him are like, wow, he's actually good drummer. Now we like him. So their arc in bullying is, we're going to bully this kid because he fell on his stool while playing drums. So we're going to bully him relentlessly, call him a piece of shit, spend every moment we can being an asshole to him, spill shit on him. Uh, But now that we know he can play drums well, we're going to pick someone else to bully. That's yeah. their arc. They they yeah. don't they don't grow. They don't be like, you know, no. bullying was wrong and we shouldn't have done that and you're actually cool. So now we're going to tell looking at the camera directly, kids not to bully. No, they're just going to bully someone else. That's yes. not a yeah. arc. The, the anti-bully the anti-bullying message of this is you'll be bullied until you show the cool thing that makes you worth not bullying. So if you if you're being bullied, it's only because you're worthless and don't actually have a talent with which other people connect and like you for. What? Right? Like, like that's, that's the it. message. Yeah, that's the message. The message is: oh, once this boy proved his worth and showed that he was actually good at a thing, then he wasn't worth bullying. So the kids that are bullied are only those people that have no worth. <laughs> like that's 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 the message. That's what it is. Is it's like oh, he showed. He showed that he has worth to us, thus he is no longer worth bullying. If you're otherwise, yeah, you just I hate him. It. So I hate stupid. it. It's it sucks. So then suddenly he's I don't know popular kid or yeah, whatever. whatever. Who fucking cares? And then, and then the two well, people the, get arrested. Yeah, because Ronald, the actor, not the character yeah. in the movie. <laughs> He doesn't get, play a character in the movie. No, this is just it, who he is. Him and Dominatrix get arrested by Paul Blart, who shows up and is like, hey, we're looking for these two creepy people that are being creepy. Oh, yeah, that's not me. And then he's like, oh, yeah, that's us. Yeah, she goes, no, that's not us. And he goes, no, 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 it is us. We're the weirdos. And like, yes. yes, yes, Arrest us, Paul Blart. <laughs> uh, is that Paul Blart? Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I just want this nightmare to be over. Me too. Fuck. We're the weirdos. Got him. You traitor. Shut up, you fake. You're not even a real doctor. How dare you? Officer, I surrender. I'm a mall cop. No! You've got it all definitely wrong. a mall right. cop. Let's go. There's been some mistake. I love that he it's has illegal. a lieutenant badge, which... We're parked illegally. I don't... Okay. Arrest me, Paul Blart. And, the, and then, and then, <laughs> yeah, and then they they handcuffed him with like the fuzzy handcuffs. Yeah, away, and it's it's very gross. <laughs> but that's that's the whole villains plot too. Like their their arc is, is they show up for a thing to get collagen stuff from the dog to make their cream better, which has no sense. Doesn't like there's no reason Whatever. for that. It's not like they got like 
a sample of the dog at one point and it fixed the problem of the, do you know what I mean? Like they could have done a thing where it's like, oh, they met the vampire dog at one point in their life and she had like some of its blood splash on her and it like healed the thing. So now she knows, yeah. oh no, it's got healing properties. There's, there's nothing like that. Like there's nothing like that. So they show up for that one scene where it's going to be the magical cure to her thing. And then she says, oh, actually I want the school closed, but there's no reason for that. And they never bring it up again. And then they show up and lure the dog in with jelly. And then they try and catch him at the pound and then they get arrested. And that there's I, nothing. I know. I'm trying to figure out, did they even do a crime? No, they, they bought the jello. They spent money on that jello. They didn't steal it. They, they didn't steal anything. Actually, nope. they didn't, nope. I, they didn't really break and enter. They just opened the door. There was the time, I guess the, they lockpicked the screen door. Yeah, they lockpicked the screen door at the the pound. But nobody, the nobody vampire knew. dog was too weak to go through at the pound. Like, but even then, I can tell you that's not breaking and entering. If you break no. into a place, but don't have an intent to commit a crime inside of it, it's not, it's not breaking and entering. The actual, well, I mean, this is at least Canadian law. The actual law is breaking and entering with intent. Other than that, it's just trespass. So, like, they did like the most minor crime like the they get a crime fine. is trespassing yeah they're, they're gonna get they're like gonna a hundred dollar fine and told to go home <laughs> yeah. who cares i mean i guess they've broken with the intent to steal the dog so i don't know i guess that's a crime I yeah but know. the dog's it's... not property of the school I, I don't know it's i don't well for the pound or the pound though. i guess yeah the dog but already like, broke out it doesn't matter it, it is <laughs> yeah it's there there's basically nothing they do God, of this movie has such low fucking stakes. <laughs> nobody yes. ca- nothing matters and nobody cares. Like, there's no explanation of why this Battle of the Bands, or, like, no reasonable explanation as to why this Battle of the Bands would save this school. And, like, this school... Okay, we need to get into that for a second. Because they go, oh, we're going to have this school closed down. Why? They never mention why. And this school is made of marble. <laughs> like, this school looks like it's a fucking Ivy League university. Yeah, this is the whitest suburbia school you've ever seen. Yeah, it's full of, like, marble staircases and, like, oak banisters and shit. Like, it's wild how fancy this school is. And at the same time, they're like, oh, we're gonna have to close it. And it's like, why the fuck is this rich-ass school getting closed? This is, there's no universe in which this school's being closed. Like, if you're going to show that this school is being closed for lack of funds or something, which is the only reasonable assumption I can make, shouldn't it be, like, a poor school and you show, like, oh, well, like, the kids have to, like, shouldn't the music teacher, they could have, the way to fix this film is you cut out the vampire dog, you cut out the villains, and then you just leave it the story of, like, bullying and battle of the bands, and you, like, make it so... There's, like, a bunch of scenes of, oh, the school's really poor. They have, like, bad instruments. Maybe they have to go out and, like, do a bake sale to get, like, the better instruments to try and make the band work. Do you know what I mean? Like, they could have, like, all this set up and, like, raise the stakes for that stuff. But they just don't do any of it. Are you saying they should have made it a movie? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Is that what you're getting at? They should have made this movie with a plot that made sense forward and had arcs and characters and stakes for the plot yes yeah yeah you know what else needs stakes vampires because that's how you kill them no they don't because they so, have to just eat red gelatin they just eat red gelatin that's all that matters. well it's not even the red gelatin 
the gel jello doesn't matter it's just gelatin in general you see vampires actually have an aversion not to blood but to gelatin that's what they i'm so mad jelly. about the explanation as to why so, the dog needs jelly jello, that's why that's why they eat horse hooves and antlers because it has gelatin in it and that causes them not to die they don't need blood at all blood's gross You're a vampire, don't you drink blood? Ah, uh, gross, don't even say that word. Yuck, I hate blood. <clears throat> blood, you know, the, the red stuff. Well, before jelly was invented, what did you eat? You know, deer antlers, horse hooves. Of course. What? Gelatin. What? what? Gelatin is a processed form of collagen. Look, I don't speak Spanish. That's not... Jelly contains gelatin. <sighs> they thought that was funny. The natural form of gelatin in animals is collagen. So Fang needs collagen in the same way that a vampire needs hemoglobin. Instead of blood, Fang needs collagen. Wow, you're really smart. I have no clue what the, you're talking about. The movie is trying to talk about how smart it is. They have him eat red jelly instead of blood. Hey, that's no, it's not a smart kid. movie. The, you know, I know. But they're trying, they're trying to pretend that. No, see, because dogs are, like, they have, like, different blood than humans, and so they would need collagen, not hemoglobin, so that's why it wouldn't drink blood, it would drink jello. Fuck this movie. Anyway. Dude, fuck this movie. <laughs> fuck this movie. Like, the vampirism thing is blood. It's specifically blood. It's not like vampire bats. What do they do? Drink fucking collagen? No, they drink fucking blood movies. Shut the fuck up. You're not clever. It's so mad because, like, it's so smarmy about it. And, like, it's almost looking at the camera like, eh, look at what we did. We're look very how smart, smart I am. Oh, Push his glasses up. <laughs> yes. Like, the right. it feels oh, like man. the writer being very smarmy about it. Just like, eh, look at what I knew to do. This is very smart and intelligent, right? And it's like... No, it's fucking stupid. Vampires don't exist, so adding these real-world weird extra levels to it to have your dog not drink blood is fucking dumb. There, there just... are no less than three people in this movie that need a swirly, and one of them is definitely the writer. <laughs> yes. As characters in this movie that need a swirly, the, the, only, the writer is the near only the top. thing this movie has made me want to do is bully someone. <laughs> Yeah, as an anti-bullying movie, it has failed God astronomically. Because we spent the whole first half of this, we spent the whole first half of our podcast bullying Ronald Peterson because we hated him so much. And this movie taught us that he didn't give us any worth, so he's worth bullying. We took this, this movie gave us a lesson and we took it to heart, boys. And it's that bullying people that don't have worth is good. Ronald Peterson had no worth, so we bullied him. This movie incepted bullying into us. <laughs> Holy shit. <coughs> I've never seen an episode. Let's talk about the dog. Is the dog the, good? The, the dog's good, bully. right? We like the dog. Okay, dog's yeah, a little Jack Russell Terrier. Let's and talk about Fang. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fang the dog. Fang is very much a wishbone dog, and I love it. Anytime yep. it is not fucking talking because Norm MacDonald needs to shut the fuck up. Yes. Uh, I would, I would rate this dog a exorcism of Norm Macdonald's soul. <laughs> oh, fuck, I was gonna say that. You took my line. I was gonna say, you need to exorcise Norm Macdonald's demon from this poor dog. <laughs> this, 
This dog is actually like they've got a really good dog though for just a moment. This is a Jack Russell Terrier. It's black and white. Um, like some of them are brown and white. This is a black and white Jack Russell. It's like you said, it looks very much like a wishbone style dog or yeah. uh, like the dog off of Frasier, um, which is beloved for very good reasons. It, it does a lot of really nice little cute tricks of like putting the paws over its eyes and uh, like laying down and snoring when they want it to and stuff like it does like sleeping for the movie on command and things like that. Like there's a lot of little tricks this dog does that they ruin by having it like CGI blink and smile and talk when Norm MacDonald is in it. Rip that man's soul out of this poor defenseless <laughs> dog, please. Uh, uh, get a cross and a priest and fucking exercise Norm MacDonald. Get rid of that horrible monster inside that dog. It's we. It's wild to me that Norm MacDonald is like the fourth least likable person <laughs> in this movie. How do you like, do there that? Are, there are so many people that I hate more than Norm Macdonald in this movie, and that is not what I expected going into this. Because the whole idea of us doing this was, is Norm Macdonald going to Chevy Chase worse than Chevy Chase? And no, no, Norm Macdonald is just bland and boring. He doesn't do anything weird or gross or creepy like you would kind of expect from Norm Macdonald or Chevy Chase. He just talks about jelly all the time, and that's it. And there's nothing. <sighs> well, that was our roast of Ronald. This is the roast of Ronald Peterson. And Thank, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. Uh, thanks for checking out Rough Cuts. We have five thousand downloads, which is pretty sick, actually. Pretty excited about that. It's pretty good. We got a message from Podbean about how awesome our podcast is for hitting five thousand downloads. Woohoo! I didn't know we got a message. That's great. We- yeah, we got a congratulations on 5,000 downloads and a little badge. We can, wow. oh wow, well, there is actually a ping. I didn't actually open up the email, I just opened it up now. There's a PNG image of, we got 5,000 downloads. Our podcast is cooler than a waterfall. That's like when I made a cooler than a waterfall award. Holy shit, let's put that on our web zone and hope yeah, some I'm people sign our fucking guest book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sign our sign our webzone's guest book, please. Yeah, we'll have the yep. five thousand downloads on there. Thanks for watching though and listening. Don't watch. Do not watch these movies. Don't don't watch them. They, don't watch. Oh the God, movies. please don't watch these movies. Do not Except jettison our gift to you. Yeah. Maybe watch uh, Super Mario Brothers. That movie's good. Watch Super Mario Brothers and watch Yatterman. Yeah. <laughs> don't watch yeah. anything else. That's the end of the podcast. I'm done. I can't stand it anymore. No, I can't. I can't. I can't stand one more second of Vampire Dog in my head. (laughs) No, this was... This one was rough to get through, friend. (laughs) Pull out the slide whistle. Oh, fuck. Ah, ah.